Welcome to Meet My Brain, a field guide to autism. I'm your host, the Autistic Woman. This episode is not dating advice. It's not about limerence, which is an obsessive state. This is about having romantic feelings quickly and out of proportion to the relationship. I'm uncomfortable talking about this because it's hard to admit that I've experienced it. There's a myth that we are or should be in control of our feelings. There's so many shoulds around relationship. These romantic feelings might fall into the typical should not category. Now that I understand autism is affecting my relationship ideals, feelings, and behaviors, it's easier to talk about. This is my candid viewpoint. Each person's experience is unique. Research shows most autistic people are as interested in romantic relationships as non-autistics. We have the same feelings as everyone else. Autistic feelings can be more intense than those of non-autistics. Yet an autistic person who feels deeply might have difficulty expressing emotion. In our attempts at romance, there's a risk that an autistic person might appear clingy or desperate, or we might seem to be uncaring. I'm convinced that the autistic brain is why we can quickly love. Our brains control whether we will avoid it, too. In romance, An autistic person might focus on perceived limitations, like these. Struggling with social skills. Asking inappropriate questions. Freezing. Wondering if we'll know how to act. Fearing rejection. Lack of experience or bad experiences. Not understanding non-autistic subtleties and more. You get the idea. We might cope by idolizing the other person in order to take some pressure off ourselves. Strong romantic feelings can be a distraction. They can act as a kind of antidepressant. There's an emotional payoff, even at arm's length. Autistics may want romance, but there are things we do that make it difficult, like canceling at the last minute saying no to things we might like, saying yes when we actually don't want to do something, feeling fearful of the unknown. I started college a year early, so none of my classmates and friends were there. It was a bit lonely. I had an older friend who was going to MIT, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, who suggested that one of her single male college friends and I write to each other. I reluctantly said yes, and it turned out we enjoyed writing. That way of getting to know someone is good for autistics because it gives us a chance to gather our thoughts, consider what we're going to say, revise, and edit. We might even think about an answer for a day or two as we go over each important thing and form a response in our minds. One day, my pen pal asked that we exchange photos. That was fine. Later, he suggested that we meet in person. He was in Massachusetts. I was in Arizona. 
Rather than get any information or details, I panicked. I was 17 at the time, and this was way out of my league. I thought things like, is he coming here? Am I supposed to go there? What if I feel uncomfortable? What does he expect of me? The last question was the hardest because I've never quite understood some of the subtleties of relationships and communication. I felt overwhelmed by the unanswered questions I had about dating. Like if a guy invites you to his house for a drink, is there some unspoken agreement about what happens next? If he comes thousands of miles to meet you, what is the expectation then? I didn't know whether it was creepy or cool. I felt like what I didn't know could hurt me, and I was afraid of the unknown. I got so stressed out about it that I said I didn't want to meet, and I didn't want to write letters anymore. This was a great guy. Intelligent, accomplished, a good person. I was young and naive. I didn't really have much dating experience. By that, I mean almost none. I had no clue how to get the answers I needed to feel comfortable. You may be familiar with the typical advice you get in these situations. Oh, just meet him. I'm sure you'll like him. Or, he's such a nice guy. Or, you need to get out of your shell and do something. Not helpful. My friend told me I hurt his feelings. I felt so guilty. It led me to asking myself frequently, what's wrong with me? I think it's common with people, autistic or not, to sometimes lack confidence in romantic situations. If it happens often, we either give up or eventually lose interest. After all, to us, it's a huge risk. What we perceive as failure could drive us further into isolation. I know this would be different now. I have the courage to ask the questions that popped up before. I'm more comfortable with relationships. I recognize that diplomacy is not what I'm best at. It's something pretty much impossible to change. It's something I practice, but the words still seem to come out wrong. What about romance, though? An autistic person doesn't always have to go on a date in order to have a romance. What, you ask? Therein lies the problem. Romance is an emotional and sensory experience. I like positive emotion. We can be overcome by an amazing sunrise or a beautiful city. Imagine our feelings about a relationship that we think meets our needs. Some of us as autistics, and I know I'm not alone in this, can live a romantic life in our imagination. What I find particularly frustrating is that I can't change this. Here's what I'm talking about. Let's go back a bit to school. Yes, I, like other autistic girls, was someone who wrote in my notebook my first name with the last name of the person I liked. I had a high school crush on my English teacher. 
I fell in love with Captain James T. Kirk of the Starship Enterprise. But all that's just normal girl stuff, right? Is it, though? Did non-autistics daydream about life with their teacher? I think it's probably okay when we're young. It may even be a kind of rehearsal. We can play with it in our minds, learn, figure things out. At what point does it become too much? I've heard other autistics say, perhaps jokingly, that when they were younger, if someone of the opposite sex said hello, they were in love. I know how that feels. Not desperate, not obsessed, not addicted, just romantic. But why does that happen when the other person shows no sign of feeling the same? It's probably a lot of things like not getting positive attention often, like not having as many friends as we might want, like not having a romantic love interest or knowing enough about how to, like the fear of missing out. All those things may have an influence. It comes down to how my brain is wired. I thought for years it was due to immaturity. I thought I could learn my way out of it, or think my way out of it. I don't like being unable to control those feelings. It reminds me of anticipation fixation, which I talked about in a previous episode. I've known autistics who, after the third date, are convinced they found the one, their soulmate, a partner. If things don't work out with that person, then when they go on a date with someone else, they're sure it's the one. Autistics can believe we fall in love quickly. Is it love or excitement about the possibility? There's something about the autistic brain that defaults to everyone is nice, no one lies, let's all just get along kind of thinking. I've grown beyond my school-age ideas about romance. If someone says hello, I'm not picking out wedding invitations in my mind. Just kidding, I never did that. I don't fall in love too soon, and I've gotten over Captain Kirk. If I met someone with traits that raise red flags, feelings could cause me to ignore them. I have to persuade the logical side of my brain to make decisions when I'm unable to shut off the emotional side. I can tell myself things like, the way you feel doesn't match what's happening or how little you know about this person. There are things you said you wanted to avoid. Operate from logic, despite what your emotional brain says. Prior to COVID, I went on a blind date with a man who sounded great, professional, accomplished, attractive. On the date, I realized that he had seven out of ten of the traits I knew were not compatible with mine. I let logic control and decided not to go out with him again. It was a big step for me. It helps to have black and white reasons to avoid some relationships from the beginning. I'm not talking about shape, age, location, education level, culture, necessarily. It's about how a person treats other people and who they are. My Achilles heel is a person's mind. That's got to be autistic, right? 
I'm attracted to how people think, what they know, their intelligence, and their achievements. With a brain built to learn, it's exciting to interact with someone I can learn from or with. It's as though it opens up this endless world of possibilities that feels irresistible. The best romance begins slowly as two people get to know each other. Letters, emails, and texts are an emotionally safe way to do that. They let us practice communication skills and create bonds. It puts the brakes on the idea that there is a perfect person or relationship. I've had to work hard to deal with overly romantic thoughts and feelings. They don't stop. They become manageable. Knowing there's nothing wrong with me makes a difference. Strong romantic feelings about someone I hardly know aren't real. I'm not needy or desperate. Life is not a Hallmark movie. If you find you're having over-the-top romantic notions about someone you hardly know, it's okay. You're autistic. You don't have to act on them. I think it might be quite romantic to take my time getting to know someone. I wonder if a romance with another autistic person might be different from previous experiences. Send me a message or email with your thoughts. An early happy Valentine's Day. I wish you love. I'm on Twitter at Anne, an Autistic Woman, or you can email me at info at theautisticwoman.com. Make sure you share this podcast with your friends and family. Let's help people understand what it's like to be autistic. Don't hesitate to message me or send me an email. I love hearing from you. You can support the show on PayPal and Patreon. Subscribe to the podcast, now in the top 2% globally. This has been Meet My Brain, a field guide to autism. I'm the autistic woman. Slava Ukraine.